series, and I'm going to talk about radical expectation for demonstration, but I'm going to do it in a little bit different way. I have a title for my message, and it's called His Best. Tell your neighbor, His Best. Tell your other neighbor, His Best. I want to read Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 through 5. It says this, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. Let's pray. Lord, have your way in this service. I pray that I decrease and you increase. I pray, Lord, I speak your word with boldness and confidence in you. I pray people leave here different than the way they came in. In Jesus' name. Everyone say? Yeah. One more time. Everybody say? Yeah. I was preparing a lot this week for the crusade and everything that's happening and I was writing a couple messages and something that as I was studying and researching something that began to just speak to my heart as I began to think about the moment God was at his very best and I want to dive down this road a little bit to when God was at his very best. And as I read Genesis, with one word, God spoke things into being. With one word, God hung the planets in the right place. With one word, God said, let there be light, and there was light. God is a creator. And so I began to think, probably God at his very best is when he spoke things into existence, when the earth and the heavens were formed. And as you travel the world, you can see the majesty of God's creation. You can see the perfection in God's creation. You can see these things that only God can do. When you see the Grand Canyon, you look at it in its awe and wonder and say, only God could do this. When you travel the Pacific Ocean and look at it and say, this is something that only God could create. This must be God at his best. When I travel into different countries and you see such beautiful landscape this must be God at his best I was back east and I saw the wonderful colors of fall the trees turning orange and red and the leaves falling to the ground this must be God at his best he's a creator He carved the rivers with his finger. 
he spoke the beautiful Rocky Mountains into existence. This must be God at his best. But unfortunately, I would say no. That isn't God at his best. It must be when God created man in all of man's splendor. I mean, man can build some incredible things, skyscrapers. Men can do surgery on human brains and hearts. Men have the capacity to learn and to grow. That must be when God was at his best. But unfortunately, I say no. Don't die with me. Come on, give me a loud amen if you're still here. I know I'm taking my time here a little bit. Exodus 14, 21 says this. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night. It made the sea into dry, ground, dry land, and the waters were divided. So the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea on the dry ground, and the waters were a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. I was thinking maybe when God delivered the children of Israel out of bondage, 400 years of slavery, because God's a deliverer. Let me say it again. He's a deliverer. He can deliver you out of any situation. He can deliver you from the darkest and deepest circumstances. He can deliver you out of that miry clay. I'm here to tell you our Jesus is a deliverer. Has anyone ever experienced the delivering power of God? Come on, somebody. He is a deliverer. And he delivered the children of Israel through the Red Sea on dry ground where no mud touched their feet. This has to be God at his best. He is at his best when he delivers. But I think not. Mm. I'm having fun with this. I hope you see the pattern going. How about when God provided for the children of Israel? He's a provider. He meets your needs according to, your rich, according to his riches and glory. He's a provider. One of his names is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord our provider. He's a provider. He's a great provider. There's many times in me and my wife's life where we didn't have enough, but God always came through. I don't know if anyone can testify that God is a provider. Ooh. I tell the story all the time. Me and Natalie, there was one point in our marriage where we didn't have enough money for a new washer and dryer, and my wife would speak over that washer and dryer and say, we are tithers, I pray over this, and that washer and dryer would get fixed in the name of Jesus. We still have the same washer and dryer. Because how many know he's a provider? How many know he's a provider? Come on, somebody. 
Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. He's a provider. Mm. He meets every need. And how many here can say, Jesus met my needs? One more time, give him some praise if he's met your needs. I mean, give him some praise if he really met your needs. There you are. I didn't know if you were with me. I'm here to tell you, he's a great provider. I'm here to tell you, your car should be broke down, but it just keeps running. Your car shouldn't get you where it's supposed to go, but it just keeps running because he is a great provider. Now, is that God at his best? I'd say no. Say, Pastor, I don't know where you're going with this. Just go with me. Come on, somebody. Tell your neighbor, say, buckle up. Tell your neighbor, say, buckle up. He's going somewhere. Luke 2, verse 6 and 7. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her first son and wrapped in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. This has to be God at his best. When the divine met humanity in the womb of a virgin, this has got to be God at his very best. That the divine left paradise and came to earth in the form of a man. This has got to be God at his very best. This has to be. He was born of a virgin. This has to be God at his best. He stepped out of paradise and came to a destructive, damaged, fallen world because we were fallen. We were in need of a savior. This has to be God at his very best. God sent his only begotten son to the earth. The birth of Jesus has to be God at his best. But I say no. Mm. All the miracles Jesus did, turning water into wine, mm. healing the blind man, raising Lazarus from the dead, this has to be God at his best. The miracle working Jesus, the blind eye opener, the water walker, 
the one that fed 5,000. This has to be God at his very best because he is a miracle working God. He does miracles today just like he did yesterday because the Bible says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So this has to be. He's a miracle worker. He can touch your blind eyes and heal them right now. He can touch your deaf ears and heal them right now. He can touch your lame body and heal you right now. He can turn your situation around with one word. Ooh. He can walk on water. Mm. This has to be Jesus at his best. No. Mm. Pastor Zach's here. I'm going to have him sing Friday night. So I'm practicing my singing because I'm, I've always wanted to be a singer. Lean every neighbor and say, Pastor Brian can definitely sing. Mm. He's a water walker. Come on, Deidre, can I sing? Come on. He's a blind eye opener. He's a deaf ear opener. The lame could walk, the blind could see, the deaf could hear. That's who he is. Well, if it's not that, it's gotta be the death of Jesus. He who knew no sin became sin. For me and for you. Jesus, who did no wrong, who did no wrong, Jesus, the Son of God, God Himself, came down to earth and bore the sins of the world and died on a cross. He shed his blood for my sin and for your sin. He was spit at. He was mocked. He was ridiculed. This has to be God at his best. Where a God would leave eternity. Where God the Father would send his only son here to earth to die for our sins. This has to be God at his best. Leader never said it has to be. You know, your neighbor, it has to be. I don't think so. Now, before you, you start yelling at me, just let me keep talking. Let me keep preaching. If that's not God at his best, many people have walked the path to death 
but no one has walked the other side and was resurrected. A lot of people have died, but only one rose again from the grave. The stone was rolled away, the grave was empty, and Jesus was risen. He is alive forevermore. He is risen. He is alive. He is risen. The tomb is empty. He conquered death, hell, and the grave. The tomb is empty. He conquered it. He conquered it. Hallelujah. He is risen. I say it all the time, Buddha's dead and he's still dead. Muhammad's dead and he's still dead. Confucius is dead and he's still dead. But Jesus Christ rose from the grave and is alive forevermore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says he is the firstborn from the dead. That's firstborn from the dead. Whew. Could you imagine going to the tomb and he wasn't there? Woo. Glory. Hallelujah. See, if you go to Muhammad's tomb, the bones are probably still there. Go to Buddha's tomb, the bones are still there. But if you go to Jesus' tomb, there's nothing there. Because he is alive. He is alive. He is alive. He is alive. Now that's got to be God at his very best. Whew. No. Ooh, Pastor Brian. What are you doing? I know what I'm doing. That's amazing. Unbelievable. But in my opinion, it's not God at his best. What about in John 21, verse 15? So when they eat breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, feed my lambs. He said to him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? 
And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Now, a lot of the things I talked about today and preached about sometimes are so complex and so at moments over our head that I got to bring it down to a personal level. We see Peter here. He denied Jesus. He cursed Jesus. And Peter, Jesus had every right to say to him, I'm here to sentence you to hell. I'm here to tell you, you messed up. I'm here to tell you, you dropped the ball. I'm here to tell you that you don't deserve another chance. And it's time for you to go to hell because you sinned, you messed up, you made a mistake. Because the Bible says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. But that's not what Jesus did, even though he had every right to do it. Jesus came to him to restore him. Jesus came to him to give him another chance. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm grateful that my Jesus is the God of many chances. I'm grateful that my Jesus, just because you fail once, he doesn't give up on you. Just because you fail three times, he doesn't give up on you. Just because you drop the ball multiple times, he doesn't give up on you. I'm grateful that the Jesus we serve is always willing to restore you right where you're at, no matter what you've done. He's a loving God. He's a loving God. He'll love you right where you're at. He'll love you in your mess. He'll love you in your mire. He'll love you in your junk. But his goal is to restore you into right fellowship with him. And there's probably many people here today or watching online that you need restored. You need to be in right fellowship with God again. His love is reaching out to you. His love is here for you. His love wants to change your situation. He's a restorer. He makes all things new. He makes a way where there seems to be no way. He's a way maker. He's a miracle worker. He's a promise keeper. I love that he restores. I love that he took time to talk to Peter. God wants to restore someone here today. You've been not in your purpose. You've been not serving God the way you're supposed to be serving God. You've walked away from God. God wants to restore you. That has to be. God at his best. In my opinion, no. It's amazing, but not God at his best. 
I'll tell you, God at his best. There was a 22-year-old boy that was hooked on drugs and alcohol and didn't know what to do in life. Would try to do everything to get out of the mess, but never could get ahead. He was broken and lost. One day, he got into a fight. God pulled a gun out, pointed it right at his head, and he got shot point blank in his head. That young boy, young man, was dying in the back of an ambulance. And a great big God came into that young man's heart. And that young man was saved. In my opinion, God at his best was when he saved my life and he saved my soul. God at his best is when he's saving souls. The greatest miracle is the miracle of salvation. He's a savior. He's a redeemer. He's an all in all. Why are we going to Honduras? Because there's souls that need saved. Why are we leaving our families? Because souls need saved. Why are we traveling all night? Because souls need saved. Why do we give? Why do we sacrifice? Because souls need saved. God at his best is that he still saves right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. He saves. That is God at his best. Everyone stand. In my opinion. It's amazing how a great big God can come to live in this little heart. He still saves. He still saves. With every head bound, every eye closed. If you need a savior today, he can save you. You need to rededicate your life to the Lord. He can restore you. When I count to three, if you need to give your life to Jesus for the first time, or rededicate your life to Jesus, this is for you today. We're not promised tomorrow. When I count to three, 
If you need to give your life to Jesus for the first time or rededicate your life to Jesus, today is the day of salvation. One, I declare the Holy Spirit is moving through this place with power. Two, I break every chain of the devil over your life. This is your moment. If you need to be saved, if you need Jesus to save you, just like he saved me all those years ago, he still has the power to save. When I say three, if you need Jesus to save you or you need to rededicate your life to Jesus, lift your hand high. Three, lift it up. That's me. I need saved. I need to be rededicated. I see those hands. I see them. I see them. Everyone repeat after me. Say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart and live. I give you everything. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you rose three days later with all power and authority. I love you, Jesus. I surrender today. I give my life to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's give all those wonderful people. Hallelujah. Now I want the ushers to come down. We're going to take up our tithes and offering, but I'm taking up a special offering. The Holy Spirit told me to do it yesterday for souls. If you're saved and you realize he's still a savior and in the value of souls, I want you to give a special offering today. I want everyone that's grateful for their salvation to say, you know what? I'm so grateful that Jesus saved me and I'm going to give to help see other people saved. This is above your tithe. This is above your offering. I have no problems ever asking someone to give to the work, mission work and to evangelism around the world. It takes money to see people saved. And he is a savior. How many are grateful for their salvation? That's the most pathetic thing I've ever heard in my life. How many are grateful that they're saved and going to heaven? He's a savior. He's a savior. He's a redeemer. God showed me there's some people that are so grateful for their salvation. They're going to give actually very big today. And what really touched my heart when God really spoke that to me, it wasn't about the money. It was about what God did in their life. I told my wife, I said, I want to give big today. I want to give the devil a black eye. 
I want to tell the devil he's a liar because souls are going to be saved. Lives are going to be changed. God's going to save a nation. Honduras shall be saved. Come on, give me a hallelujah. 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 Come here, Natalie. Pray over the offering. Lift your hearts, lift your heads, lift your hands, lift your gifts. Lord, we lift you up. We thank you, Jesus, that this is no small thing, that this is meaningful. We thank you, Jesus, for saved souls, for souls that were eternally bound for hell, Lord, that we get to spend eternity with you, Jesus. This is no small thing. This is no small thing. And so we lift up these gifts today as an act of gratitude, as an act of thanksgiving, as an act of gratitude and thanksgiving, recognizing and remembering your sacrifice, recognizing and remembering the cross, recognizing and remembering the blood, recognizing and remembering where we were before you ruined our lives for the ordinary, recognizing and remembering that without you we know that we know that we know we were bound for hell so this is no small thing here this morning we know that we have received salvation through faith and grace and we say thank you we say thank you and we place this offering this gift into your hand not into a church we place this into your hand and we say save souls with this use this for kingdom use this for kingdom use this for souls to be saved in los angeles and in the world use this for your glory honduras shall be saved Breathe on every gift. Breathe on every giver. Breathe right now, Lord Jesus, on everything we're placing in your hands so that we can see your glory in the nation of Honduras this next week in ways we can't even imagine. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Come on, say in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We declare it and we decree it, God. Have your way. Have your way. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Come on, give me a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. God showed me this as the ushers begin to take up the offering. Miracles, the supernatural, the miracle working power of God. We always have to remember the greatest miracle is the miracle of salvation. And when you make that a focus, everything else falls into place when you make souls a priority you're going to see healings you're going to see deliverances you're going to see god move supernaturally can i get a loud amen Amen. come on give me a loud amen. amen all right now i wanted this everyone to lift your hands once the worship team once the ushers go past you i want pastor zach do you want to play the keyboard or do you just want to sing All right, you want to use this mic? Come on, just lift your hands, lift your hands. Come on, come on, come on. Just just begin to lift up the name of Jesus right now. Come on, service ain't over yet. 
let's just lift up the name of Jesus for a few more moments. He's not a God that starts at 11 and ends at 12. He's an all-the-time God. Come on, come on, just lift up Jesus, lift up Jesus. I believe in miracles, signs, and wonders. Why? It's not because I'm Pentecostal. It's not because I'm spirit-filled. I believe in miracles, signs, and wonders simply because I believe in Jesus. Because you can't believe in Jesus and not believe that he does things. You can't not believe in Jesus and not believe that he is still a miracle-working God in 2021. We are here. you do. Why? Because I believe in Jesus. And bodies are still being raised. Giants are still being slain. And God, we believe. And yes, we could see that wonders are still what you do. Sing it. We are Come on, sing it, sing it. Why are we here? Why are Come on, declare it right now. 
This is a move. This is a move. This is a move.
coming in this room. Miracles happen when you move. Heaven is coming. Miracles happen when you move. Healing is coming in this room. Miracles happen when you move. Heaven is coming. Oh, heaven is coming. Miracles still happen. Miracles still happen. Come on, sing it. Miracle signs and wonders. Miracles, signs and wonders. Miracles, signs and wonders. Miracles, signs and wonders. We believe. Come on, declare it over City Reach Church. Miracles, signs and wonders. Jesus. We declare that God is moving supernaturally in the name of Jesus. We declare that God is working things out for your good in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And miracles, signs, and wonders. Miracles, signs, and wonders. Miracles, signs, and wonders. We
Miracles, signs, and wonders. Miracles, signs, and wonders. I declare it over City Reach Church. Signs and wonders. We One more time, lift your hands. We declare it. We believe it. We receive it. It is done. I want you to go home today with this word that it is done. As your pastor preached, the greatest thing about God is that He saved my soul. And the number one thing that a Christian deals with, especially in today's society, is I have failed God and I can never be good enough. Get behind me, Satan. Because I'm not saved because I was good enough. I'm saved because he was good enough to save my soul. That's a miracle. That's a sign. That's a wonder. When you look at me, it's a miracle. It's a sign. It's a wonder. I'm sorry, Pastor. I know you just asked me to sing a chorus. Keep preaching. But I've been going to dead churches too long. I feel something stirring in City Reach Church.
Jesus is here. And wherever Jesus is, miracles, signs, and wonders follow those who believe. In my name, you shall cast out devils. In my name, you shall speak with new tongues. drink of the deadly thing and it will not harm you in my name you shall take up serpents in my name in my name in the name of Jesus we declare that this city shall Honduras come on give Jesus a shout of praise miracles signs and wonders we believe we believe Every hand lifted. Get back here at six for our sending service. It is going to be supernatural. Greatest miracle, the miracle of salvation. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Every hand lifted. Hallelujah. Shout of praise. Hallelujah. We're going to sing one more song, and then you, you, you can stay here as long as you want. We'll be back at six. Amen? Who's excited for what God is doing? Come on. Come on, give him a shout of praise.
Hallelujah. 